Well, good morning, everyone. It is September 18th on a Monday, and I hope and pray that you had a good weekend. Um, Lord is faithful. You know, was, uh, we have a few new families at our church um, that have come, checked it out, talked to us, and stayed, and it's just awesome to see God add new people to the family, and uh, just awesome couples three couples actually and uh it's a blessing getting to know people you know getting to know their testimony and their history and where they're from and just connecting you know uh connecting leads to cohesion right it's that's what fellowship is so it was nice it was nice just hanging out with them and then afterwards we went to Fairhope where uh, a friend that I used to serve with Pastor Daryl he was a the pastor for Calvary Chapel Eastern Shore, and we used to serve back in Southern California at Calvary Chapel LAX together uh, before he moved and took over the church. They've been there now for 15 years. I couldn't believe it's already been 15 years, and uh, we've been here for six and a half years, so um, we're catching up, but still. And uh, it was awesome because our old senior pastor, Pastor Daniel, he... Uh, we got him into town to fellowship and and he uh his wife taught at a women's conference on saturday he taught at calvary chapel eastern shore on sunday and then after church me and my family went over to eastern shore to meet at daryl's with dan and his wife daryl and his family and then our family and it was just i mean the whole time it was awesome because what we were doing was just reminiscing so many memories so many stories so much life that was lived you know, and that's the cool thing about old friends. There's so much history there, and it's almost like you can't retain, unless you have a photographic memory, you can't retain all that information. And so when you bring up the stories, and oh yeah, oh yeah, this person, and we did this, and we did that, and we went there, and it was just story after story, just reminding one another how, what, you know, what good times we had, what awesome life we lived together. And what things we did, the way that the Lord was using people, and <coughs> just funny stories, and um, it's just a blessing, honestly. It's just a blessing to get together and to remember, you know. It was a blessing to be present with one another, and that's really what the Apostle Paul says here in Galatians four seventeen to twenty. I'm going to read it and then start driving. It says they zealously court you, He's talking about false teachers, Judaizers, but for no good. Yes, they want to exclude you that you may be zealous for them. Right? So they're trying to lure you in. They're trying to entice you. They're trying to make you feel like you're missing out. I had a friend back in the day. Uh, he became a pastor. And he's not today. He's not, you know, teaching or anything. He doesn't have a church. But he was the kind of guy that was always like, you guys did what? Why didn't you tell me? He always felt like he was missing out no matter what. And we were never trying to exclude him, but he just always felt like he was missing out until he was disappointed. And so that's kind of the sentiment here. Like uh, uh, the false teachers really wanted Paul, uh, I'm sorry, not Paul, wanted the churches and the Christians around the area and the region to feel like they're missing out so they'd be part of it, right? They're trying to lure them in. Says, but it is good to be zealous and a good thing always and not only when I am present with you. My little children, right, term of endearment, for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you, I would like to be present with you now and to change my tone, for I have doubts about you. 
So Paul is saying, like, listen, I, I want to be with you guys. I mean, there's a lot going on, and you guys are being enticed to abandon the very thing that you that saved you. Right? And so don't be so quick to be lured away. Like, watch out. Be careful. Beware. Paul's like, I, I have doubts about you. I'm worried about you guys because I hear that you're just flocking away. Like, going away to the other, um, to the law. You're under love, under Christ, right? And now you're starting to buy into these things that are like you were saved from. Like, why are you going back? And so he's like, I, I wish I was present with you. And that's the thing, you guys. Oftentimes, like, there are people whom we want to be present with, but we can't. Um, and if we hear that they're going through something, it's difficult. You know, because we're like, we want to be there with you. We want to be there to help. We want to be around. But the reality is we can't be everywhere all the time with everyone, right? Like, we have limitations here on this earth with the time that we're given. And so when we can't be with someone who we, we hear is going through it or they tell us I mean, what we can do is exhort them, encourage them, and pray for them. These are all important things, you guys. Like, exhort means call to action. Like, hey... I see that you guys are kind of drifting off. Come back. <laughs> I see that you guys are kind of, are you leaving your first love or are you good? Like check in with your friends. I was telling the congregation yesterday as we were going through Luke 18, finishing that chapter, that, listen, one of the things we do is, how you doing good? How you doing good? And we just automatically either start talking about work. Um, usually it's about busyness, right? It starts out generally. How you doing? Oh, I'm uh, busy. Well, I didn't ask about your schedule. Like, how are you doing? Like, how is your heart? How is your walk with the Lord? What is the Lord showing you recently? Those are questions that will actually get to the heart of how a person is doing. Rather than just, how's it going? Because then again, you just default into talking about what you always talk about. Oh, the kids are in school. Oh, I'm just working at my job, getting over, you know, overtime, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I don't, I didn't ask about your schedule. Uh, you know, I didn't even ask about your family. I asked about you. How are you doing? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Well, think about it. Share your heart. Like that's, that's true uh, connection with one another. When you actually are sharing your heart and being real and honest and raw and saying, I'm struggling. I have faith in this area, but over here, I'm, I'm kind of doubting. So I need prayer. That's like real conversation. Now, trust me, I'm not saying, hey, never have, <laughs> never have, uh, like, what do you call it? Not common conversation. Never have casual conversation. I'm not saying that. Of course you can't. Like, that's totally, nothing wrong with that. It's not sinful to say, how you doing? Good. Work's good. Good. Great. Family's good. Awesome. Because on Sunday, a lot of time, that's, we only have time to do that. I'm just, I'm saying that's not bad but if it's always that and it's if it's never like real like how you doing how's your heart how's your walk with the lord you know 
then it's just surface level, right? And I don't want, I just don't, I don't want just surface level relationships. I want real relationships, which means going deep, being real, being honest, not holding back. Now, again, we don't share everything with everyone. You know, we get, the more we hang out with people, talk to people, fellowship with people, the more we realize, okay, this person I'm getting close with, I can trust them, I can share with them, and they won't judge me or tell anyone else and go, oh, do you know what they're struggling with? You know, we don't want that. Be wise about who you choose to be friends with, right? Make sure they're biblically sound. That's the main thing. But that they're not going to sit there and judge you. But anyway, exhortation, going way back to what I strayed from what I was talking about, exhortation is a call to action. Sometimes you got to be like, are you you staying on track? Are you staying the course? You know, are you staying close to the Lord? And encouragement. Encouragement is really lifting one another up. There's not one person on this earth that doesn't need encouragement. The strongest spiritual leader that you know about, that you're that you listen to, or that you talk, that you um, receive from, needs encouragement. They struggle. They probably struggle with depression and anxiety and everything else, like the majority of the world. Right? They need encouragement. That's why we are called to be unconditional encouragers. Not like, well, I'm going to encourage them once they encourage me. No. Encourage without expecting anything in return. So, be an encourager. Be an exhorter. And pray. Pray for one another. You can't always be, again, you can't always be with everyone all the time. And so if you know someone who is struggling, who is maybe being led astray, or who is um, kind of going back into the world's ways, you know, exhort them, encourage them, but pray for them. Because prayer, we undervalue prayer. Prayer is extremely powerful. And I think we've kind of lost that in our society, in our Christian culture today too, because prayer is still the least attended meeting in the church. Pray for those who God brings to your mind. Maybe it's a person, maybe it's a group of people, maybe it's a church, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's your whole family. God puts someone on your heart I don't think it's just to think about I think it's to pray for you like you need to pray for them and so Paul's just giving again continually giving warning uh, to these guys and he's exhorting them and he's trying to help them he's not trying to criticize them like I can't believe you're being led astray what's wrong with like that's not his heart. You know, you read through all of Galatians and you realize he loves these people. Like he planted these churches, right? Paul, the apostle, planted over 20 churches. And so these were churches in the region of Galatia uh, were planted, were started by Paul. So he cares about the people. He invested in the people. So he cares about them. It's like who you invest in, you're going to grow a heart for. And who you're in relationship with, who you draw close to, you're going to care about. And you're going to want to help. If you have a, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to criticize, I'm not trying to, but I'm saying if you have a heart, you're going to want to help. If you see someone going through it and you've gotten close to them, you're going to be like, well, what can I pray for? Can I pray for you? Can I help you? Uh, you're not, you know, whatever it is. You can't pay that bill. Uh, you know what? God's blessed me this month. 
so I'm gonna pay it for you or whatever it is like or just being present with someone is huge and if you can't be present with them like Apostle Paul here in these, these verses pray for them and let them know you're praying for them not like you're being a Pharisee going I'm praying for you on the street corner so everyone could hear no but let people know you're praying for them because you that shows that you actually care what they're going through what they're facing what they're dealing with but you're not going to know unless you ask you're not going to know unless you communicate you're not going to know unless you talk to them so ask questions don't be like the pharisees who just made statements be like jesus who asked over 300 questions about 320 320 something questions he asked which means he was a good listener <laughs> He wanted to know, actually, what people were going through. And asking questions really helps others to see that we actually care for them. Because we actually want to know what's going on with them. So Paul used the term little children. So he loved these guys. We know that he cared for them. We know that he just heard that they were being led astray by these those who were under the law and false teachers. And so he's trying to help them. He's trying to make them aware. Because he doesn't want them to be led astray. That's love right there. That is love. Let's love one another as Christ loved us. Guys, I hope you have an amazing Monday. Have a blessed uh, blessed week. Not blessed week. Blessed day. I'll talk to you in the morning, right? So, love you guys. Praying for you guys. And talk to you in the morning.